Welcome back, fans, to High School Sunday. This is David Wright along with Kevin Cole. What up? Buzz Frank. I, I don't know what to think. We've been advised not to bring up his absence today. Uh, there's a lot of rumors spreading around here. Uh, I, I'm going to say it. Okay. He's abandoning us right now for – what did he win? For something from FanDuel? Uh, wagering on uh, high school fantasy football. And didn't even know there was high school fantasy football. I didn't know you could bet against your own team and win. Ooh. Ooh. Which explains his absence at the game Friday. So they flew him up to Las Vegas, and we didn't know about it. Yeah. Well, how come he doesn't tell us any of this stuff? It came as a total shock to me. But, yeah, he laid down big money on the green. You know, in roulette, you go out there to Vegas, you either bet red or black. He, he put it all on green. And green and usually wins. wins. And green won again. And there he, he's out there living the life now. Spending all that money, yeah. all that green. All that green, if, if you will, out there. Yeah. Well, we hope he comes back. You know, we've only got a few games left in the regular season. But uh, who knows, Vegas is a good – where would you rather be on a Friday night? Yeah, uh, me, high school football. High school, me too. But, you know – But the dark side can, can corrupt a man. And after they take all of his FanDuel money, they'll spit him right back out and he'll be back yeah. with the old goats. Yeah, well, it's all said and done, yeah. Not unless that ball guy's out there. Yeah, yeah. He might be following him around. Jerry Ball. Yeah. He oh, might be following him around. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they've. Man, Jerry, you're the best announcer I know. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? They may, have signed, they may have signed some big gig out there in Vegas. On they might not, yeah. They may never come back. They may be on the, was it terrestrial airwaves well, instead of the internet? Yeah. Does he like lions or tigers or anything? They might start a new tiger business out there. Yeah. What's the name of those animal trainers that get mauled by, uh, what was it? Uh, yeah. Uh, if anybody knows the answer to that question, contact us at OldGoldRadio at TWC.com. Oh, the uh, the blonde, the bleach blonde guys. Yeah. Look, yeah. They look like professional wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one of them got mauled by a tiger. Yeah. Seems Insurance. to be the theme this week. Insurance job. Oh. <laughs> it oh. seems to be the theme this week. Mauled by a tiger. Well, let's uh, – Let's let's do some review of this week's games. Here's no surprise where we're speaking of putting money on green. Trinity, Trinity. 63 Eastern. That's the way Eastern actually netted this game up uh, 7-7 very early. Yeah, but was there any doubt? No. No, and this is one of those games that's 40. Yeah, it was 7-7. Four, it turned out to be 28-7 in the first quarter. And then 49-7 at the, at the half. Uh, it's one of those games that has to be played because of the district realignment and uh, some yeah. people you know, they they hanker for the old glory days of the uh, super district. And then I think this week Trinity's got Seneca. Yeah, and there has been talk uh, on what they call the old interweb about maybe I know the freshman and JV game uh, has been canceled for next week. You wonder if the varsity with the depleted roster they have if they're going to show up. Hmm. Let's tip our hat and go back through the uh, mist of time. 30 years ago when Manuel was going through their um, change from a regular school to a magnet school, the 85 team went 0-10, but they played a, a killer schedule this year. St. X, Trinity, Ballard, when Ballard was very good, and Mayo. Four of those losses probably would have came with a regular team, but I think they had a roster of 30. And they showed up and went out there in St. Matthews and, and played a game. Had to do what they had to do. I met an old alumni, alum, or alumni, uh-huh. uh, lady uh, named Shaney, graduated in 1989. I was at a flea market, or what do you call those little 
thrift stores or yeah, kind of like that vendor village or something. Yeah, called Crazy Daisy. Oh boy! And uh, she was out there, and uh, we I told I had her open a case for me because there was an old program in there and an old Saint X ticket, and looking at that, and um, told her I was looking for male manual memorabilia, and she's like, "Oh, well, that went there." And we got to talking, and she graduated '89. Her name was Shaney, and she's doing fine, you all. Big shout out to Shaney. Shaney, we've got an old goat radio poster headed your way. There you go. It's only going to have two of the three goat signatures on it. Unfortunately, we couldn't get Buzz here to uh, take part. Yeah, because it, it increases the value when Buzz's signature is on oh, there. Oh, obviously, he you know he is the voice of the of the Manual Crimson's. Um, wow, here I'll tell you what. Speaking of Manual and, and uh, teams and players with ties to Manual. Uh, former assistant Jordan Johnson moved over to Wagner to a uh, big job there this and he, week. And he took a little a helper with him by the name of Jarius Prince, and he had committed to Kentucky as a freshman. And Henry County came to this game undefeated, 6-0. and And uh, Jarius <coughs> Brent scored on a 60-yard run with 21 seconds left. And then they hit a – you talk about balls, they go for two, two points, points. And they yeah. get it to, to stun – Henry County, 20 to 19. Big district win for the Wagner Wildcats. Now, where was that game at? I think it was uh, down there. I maybe Most of the time when it's away, you will go for the win just to get out of there, you know, yeah. for a two pointer. Otherwise, you're at home, usually you're going to kick a field goal. Yeah. Actually, Wagner was at home. Okay. Okay. I just Bold. got a note, a note. Yeah, I got a note handed to me. But boy, Wagner's only three and four on the year. But boy, that's a big, big win. Yeah. That program, along with. Um, Few others are starting to turn around a little bit. That's gonna. Uh, it's an interesting d- district race. That's one of the ones that's gonna be real fun to see how it shakes out. Henry County, you got Wagner in the mix now. Central, I think Bardstown uh, is in that one with uh, Moore. It's, it's it's crazy, and yeah. that's the way it should be. It should be competitive. Yeah, I anybody like can beat anybody, but with Wagner doing that, that's that's a pretty good deal for them. And. Uh, with the, with the big win now, you know, there's always players walking your hallways at school that say, nah, I ain't going to play. My team sucks. I ain't going to bother. Right. Why do I want to go out and get beat every Friday night? But now they've got the few players walking the hallway saying, daggone, I wish I'd went out for the team. Yeah. Look at all the fun they're having. Winning, and winning we, is we'll it. Bring them out. Yep. And uh, I'm sure next year they'll probably pick up an extra 15, 20 players will come out for, for football over there. Winning and uniforms. Exactly. Has nothing you know, to do with the school, school most of the time. It's winning, winning. It's winning in uniforms. Yeah, it's the main thing, man. You got to have the great cool look. looking helmets. You got to have the helmets. Part of the uniform. Mm-hmm. And a team that that we've witnessed do that right here lately is uh, Fern Creek. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They look. Yeah, char- they look really good. Those charcoal black uniforms out there. With I the like bright them. orange number on oh, them. It looks great. I know. I thought about them yesterday when uh, old Tennessee Volunteers broke out some new uh, gray uniforms, and they look. I thought, man, they looking like Fern Creek out there with those jerseys and pants on. Gray is the new black. Gray is the new. black. Remember that yeah. when a couple of years ago everybody was wanting to wear black, even Trinity wore yeah, black. Yeah, and they, they break that every once in a while now. Of course, you, when you've got the budget to pull that off, you can get it done. Yeah. Speaking of Fern Creek. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, beat Doss in a, a district battle, uh, thirty-seven to eight. And that makes Fern Creek seven and one and three and zero in the class five A district four. At halftime, it was thirty four to nothing. Wow! Now Doss is another one of those teams where I don't know; uh, they're questionable. 
One wonders if that program is still staggering from the stunning playoff loss last year at Fairdale. And the no. way that went down, that will uh, that nope. traumatize the program. That was stunning. And uh, we're still talking about it today. One of the more memorable finishes in Kentucky high school history. And there's been plenty of them. Mm-hmm. Iroquois took on Atherton. Good thing about this one is, uh, well, actually, Iroquois has been resilient as of late, not having the year they did last year. No, and Atherton is a very good first-half team. And I'm sure it was a battle. I don't see any – 27 to 20 was the final. Yeah. But that, um, like I said, Atherton uh, has got that quarterback – Oh, Smith is his uh, last name. They, they've got a lot of players hurt. Dwayne Smith is the quarterback. Uh, he's a substitute quarterback. They, um, they, they've, they're a good first-half team, and I, I believe they're going to be a team that's going to start turning it around a little bit, a little bit at a time, baby steps. I'm glad to, glad to hear that, and I hope they do. You know, programs they go through, some the public schools will go through this down cycle, and you're like, man, when is it ever going to end? But they've went on a down cycle Decades. since the '80s, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's been a long, long time. But hopefully, they can uh, they can pull it back. Always is cool. We've talked about this many times. Cool colors, cool uniforms, and great campus. campus. Yeah. Wow. You live around there? Go to your home school. Yeah, yeah, it's right there. Yep. It's right there. Nice neighborhood. I'd like to live there. Yeah. If you might sponsor us, contact us on <laughs> radio at TWC.com. We don't get paid much here for the goat work we do, but somebody has to do it. A little feed. A little feed here and there is all we get. Uh, we don't get paid for the personal appearances like some people do. Yeah. yeah. Get flown to Vegas. Yeah. Here's a neighborhood rivalry. I've mentioned this before because as of the last 10 or 15 years, they, they build this one as their big rivalry game. Well, here's a trivia question for you folks. Butler and PRP, do they play for a traveling trophy? I don't think they do. But can you name the teams that they do play traveling uh, play a traveling trophy for? Yeah. I'll give you the t- – I'll help them out. I'll fill in the blanks. PRP and Valley play for a traveling trophy. Butler and Western play for one as well. If you know what those trophies are, contact us at TW- Old Goat Radio at TWC.com. Trophy or non-trophy, here's, here's for better or worse, you're talking about a consolation prize, Kevin. Uh, this <laughs> Butler now more than likely is going to finish fifth in that tough district. The fourth-place team will travel to Marshall Stadium to take on the Trinity Shamrocks. Wow. For the trouble, the fifth-place team goes to Northern Kentucky, which has to be a better draw because you're getting out of the whole male Trinity St. X bracket, if you will, for finishing fifth. So, you wonder at some point you're thinking, hey, do we just go ahead and take a flop here? Do we just take a, take a dive and maybe have a chance outside of the Jefferson County to make a run into the playoffs? Mm. Uh, yeah, Butler, you know, Butler went down 35-18. to 18. I thought this game would be a wider margin than it was. Well, it was 28-6 uh, to six at halftime. So maybe PRP put some subs in because that's when Butler scored. Butler's another team that's um, – or maybe they were reading my text. I was stepping down a little bit. You know, it's a traditional yeah. school. It can get a lot. This this senior group that should have been going through there split apart in a couple different areas. Really? So they don't yeah. play football anymore. No, a lot of them went to Mayo. Some of them oh, went to Fairdale. Okay. Some of them uh, they spread out. Some went, one went to. Some of them went to Central. 
So that that senior group really splintered off that that should have been there at uh, Butler. Yeah, you wonder if anything had to do with the district realignments when people were thinking, look, who we got to play to even get out of this thing. Better to go out there to uh, Central where you got a shot. You don't have to play those big dogs in the playoffs. Well, I'm telling you, coaches need to go out on their seventh grade year and get these kids. And lock them down in right. ninth grade. Make them play. Oh, yeah. Make yeah. them play. Yeah. So, PRP, I think they're 5-3 and three on, the, on the season. They got Manuel this week at home, and then they finish up against Central, and that'll be an interesting game too. But they'll finish no worse than fourth now. And they're taking, what, four teams in every district? Yeah, and the Northern Kentucky teams only have three teams in their district, so the fifth-place team from the this old super district, if you will, plus Butler and PRP, the fifth-place team goes up to play the Simon Kenton group. So that's yeah. why I always see whenever they're talking about this one district, they're always adding, like, another team to it. Yeah. And I'm like, they're not even in the district. Yeah. But uh, that, that, that must be why. balances it out. Now, yeah. Seneca, after their loss, is going to have to – they'll be the other team to travel up I-71 to play in the Northern Kentucky district. Hmm. I, well, it comes to the point where you really don't have enough teams to fill in a bracket. Maybe we have too many – divisions so first and second place teams stick around and third and fourth will play their further away yeah well no they'll play the uh this year they'll play the the trinity uh district will play the male saint x emmanuel district in the first and second rounds how do you know all that uh it's on the internet oh well (laughs) it's gotta be true bonjour (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's gotta be true So PRP thirty five eighteen over Butler, and I I just think it's uh, out in that part of town now has become a huge rivalry. Yeah, anybody plays usually, you know, up and down Dixie Highway is a rivalry. Yep. Hey, speaking of another, this is a new rivalry, and I kind of like this one because you've got the east extreme east end against the south end. Christian Academy Ooh. sixteen, DeSales nothing. Yes, Cal's won the regular season meeting the last few seasons. But in 2A football, this has become a really good series. Clay Davis was one that probably would have went to – lived in the – I believe it was Clay Davis lived in the Fairdale area uh-huh. and moved out when it come time to high school. I don't. I believe the whole family moved. Moved out around Cal? I don't know where they moved to, but they were in the Fairdale oh, area. Okay, are they sponsoring out there? <laughs> oh, no, I doubt that. I think their family's got some money. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it takes to go to Cal's money. Clay Davis, he had a two-yard pass from Milton Wright. Eric Quinton kick. Cal had uh, Quinton a 31-yard field goal, which is a talent in its own, finding good field goal kickers anymore. Yep. And then Wright intercepted uh, a return, the 100-yard interception. Wow. I wonder what kind of warm-up music was what played was out there at Cal. Wait a minute. That was a touchback, wasn't it? Was that a safety? Safety, right. I know they had like a 103-yard uh, interception return for a touchdown. That was it then. Wow. Oh, yeah, the field goal. Oh, was a field goal added on that? It says so, but I don't know. DeSales, two-time defending ch- state champs in 2A football. Overrated. And they've lost twice this year. They've lost, they lost to Cal the last two years in regular season and come back to get the win in yeah. the playoffs. So, And uh, Kevin's just not been uh, overly impressed with the Colts. They seem to find a way to win. I like their coaching staff, and their coaches are, are, you know, it's a good positive place. Mm -hmm. I just – 
and a nice campus over there as well. They're building the football stadium. I can't wait to see that over there. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do for the baseball fielding. They took most of the baseball Baseball field for that. Well, maybe they'll have to make it a multi-sport facility. I wonder if it's going to be uh, turf. That is a great question, whether it's going to be sports turf over there. And whether, you know, the money over there, do they have enough to push back one side of the stand so they can make it into a baseball facility? Well, they tore down a building for it. Yeah, they did. When you wonder about the parking, too. Yeah, well, I didn't think about it. Well, Manual Stadium doesn't have any parking, and they they make make it it work. Yeah, they make it happen. That's nice. Yeah, there's there's not any park. There's a little bitty parking lot back there behind there. That's a nice little neighborhood surrounding the sales. Mm It's a cozy place. Yeah. Not quite what it used to be. With Iroquois Manor and all that stuff, but as a kid, it was always a fun place to go to. Remember Dapper Dan and all that, and Kresge, of course. Kresge's, yeah. Yeah, great store. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of memories of that place. Uh, Gaddy's. Yeah, Gaddy's. Gaddy's is there. That's, yeah. well, I think that was the first Gaddy's I ever went they had, to. They had a good buffet there. Well, yeah. no, the buffet's what took it down. <laughs> they shouldn't have buffets. You get all kinds of... Bacteria, riffraff yeah, in there, sneezing all over the place. People and, stuffing pizzas in their pockets and all yeah. that stuff. Or p- slices of pizzas in their buddy. Pocket. You know when your pizza, your favorite pizza place puts a buffet in all the time, uh-huh. it's going down. It's going down. One of the first places I ever seen a, a big screen TV was Mr. Gaddy's yep. the one on Dixie Highway, and I thought that was high tech, man. It was a, cool. You had a projection TV, and they had a little p- part of the dining room sacrificed so they could get that projection screen on one of those old movie uh yep <laughs> what do you call it? i remember that was screens. cool yeah and you're like oh wow watching this game we went here. there a few games before we faithfully started going to angelo's yeah that was before i was into the click at manual oh sorry Dave. you know, kept telling us <laughs> oh we're going to uh, uh pizza <laughs> in yeah <laughs> <laughs> meet you at mcdonald's <laughs> yeah after the game <laughs> didn't realize y'all were actually at gaddy's <laughs> Sat there with the Iroquois losers. Oh, <laughs> I shouldn't. Sorry, guys. Iroquois wasn't losers, losers back, back then. in those days. Oh, man, that's going to get me in trouble. Yeah. That, that comment. I'm talking about old Iroquois back in our days. And they were very, very rough crowd. teams. Yeah, rough, rough, rough crowds. Crowd. Right. But so was I mean, that they were, yeah, they, I mean, there was a, that was a tough old football team. We went to high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Maurice Coleman, the, the Chuck, Chuck Coleman. Chuck Coleman, Dave Hatfield, and all those guys. Yep. Yeah. It was. That was a rough crew. Yep. And they meant business. But anyway, DeSales took it on the chin, 16 to zip, but I don't think that game means much more than just positioning. Well, this is a game uh, you were a witness to, Kevin, and this is an old county rivalry for a couple of reasons. Let me sit down here, folks, and give you a history lesson. Damn. There used to be a school called Oklahoma out on Preston Highway, and – Fairdale, the old original Fairdale High School was closed down and consolidated with Oklahoma, and they made Southern High School. When the baby boom came along, Fairdale split off again. They built them a new building. So kind of like the Mel Manual things where both guy Adam's Rib type of deal where both schools were born <coughs> out of the same building, it made for a pretty good rivalry. And I know Fairdale's beat them the last two, maybe three or uh – could be possibly three out of the four years. Do they make a big deal out of this game? Is it nah. more of a bigger rivalry? Or they no, just the kids it? get on Twitter and and all that, and then you can see a little bit of John, but okay. it's usually after the game they're touting their own selves. Yeah, and then I guess the neighborhood rivalry facet of that is over. Yeah, you know, I don't, you know. You don't see it as such a geographical thing anymore. You, the rivalries of coming over there and doing stuff to people's fields and stuff, I think yeah. – uh, 
I, like, you remember when uh, Mayo came over here? I talked to somebody about that, um, where they defaced over. and painted and everything. Yeah. I think I talked to one of the um, – They attacked the stadium and the school. Well, this was the stadium kids, one of the baseball players. Okay. Um, I think I've, I was talking to somebody about that. They knew the kid and was supposedly a good uh, baseball player. Uh-huh. Uh, got kicked off for that. And then the, there was the alleged uh, manure dumping dumping over on Mayo's field. It's my dumped uh, dumped a truckload of crap on their field. Yeah, on I don't know. H. Yeah, you'd have to go the backside and do that. I should have asked Coach Redmond if he knew any about that because that, I thought to myself, that's an inside job. Didn't inspire the whole team that we got to get these guys. Yeah. Man, you wonder how much of that goes on. Especially after two years losing the manual, they had to come up with something, you know, to, you know a little bit of extra look. Look how much – look what they've done here. Kind of like a fast times at Ridgemont High type yeah. of affair. Yeah. But tell me more about this Bulldog and Trojan game. Well, the first score was a kickoff that was kind of fumbled by um, – Jordan Brock, and he picked it up and ran it back 70 yards. Um, and then let's see who we got. We got Jordan Brock, 70-yard run. Uh, Max Cole caught a pass from Dylan Garcia, who's been on fire here lately. Uh, it's a 45-yard score. Anthony Smith, who's been on fire. A lot of these kids are really starting to come on. Anthony Smith got a pass, 7-yard pass from Garcia. John Newton, I think this was his first varsity touchdown. Got a 19-yard pass from Garcia. And then uh, Max Coe scored again with a 22-yard pass from uh, Garcia. It, it really important they moved to 2-1 and one in that 5A district. This, I believe they secured a playoff now. Maybe home field advantage? No, they have to keep winning for that. Got uh, two more districts. They got Aircoys, Doss, and Holy Cross left. And it's Doss at Doss, Aircoys at Aircoys, and then back home for um, Holy Cross. They, they open with a private school. They end with a private school. Love the scheduling there. Well, I, you know, it's almost like they're scheduling these teams, these real tough teams at the beginning and taking it on the chin, but then they come back and do good. The the, the spread out that they've been doing with passing and mm-hmm. and all that is, is just phenomenal. Gar, uh, Gar, Dylan Garcia has been doing a great job in the receivers. Um um, I can't think of the other name, number 14. Coach Wright does a great job. Yeah, out there, it's really spread. Well, they had like uh, five down linemen. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he said, I'm just throwing it. And uh, took some lumps early in the year, but just a lot like last year, the team on the rise. Going to be yep. around playoff time. I like their chances to finish second. Oh, yeah. I really <laughs> finish second, yeah. And that Turner Creek team is having a stellar year. So, yeah. and, they, and they played them very tight. To me, I saw that final score and I said, Fairdale's on their way. They didn't win the game, but it shows me well, they've, got, they've got something in the tank. The weather helped on that, too. Yeah. Don't forget the weather. And, you know, but, but Fern Creek, they're still playing with the team that was 6A last year. Yeah. So, uh-huh. I mean, you don't, you don't lose a team when you drop down from 6A to 5A. You lose people in, in the school. True. So, said, yeah, same roster is intact. Yeah, and and they're a good team, no doubt. And J Town and essentially J Town and, and Fern Creek swaps spaces. And, and J Town up in six A. Boy, what a bad year to move into that Trinity district. Did they win this week? They- yeah, we're going to get to that one here in just a second. We already talked about Fern Creek and Doss. Here's one we'll just we'll just mention. Holy Cross beat KCD thirty four twenty one. Honestly, we don't know much about these programs because we don't get to see them too often. We'll see them in a couple of weeks, though. So. Yeah, we don't get to see Holy Cross that much on TV. We don't get to see 
never. I don't think I've ever seen KCD on TV. Maybe these, obligatory 30-second clip, yeah, but not the, much coverage. These news crews uh, should go ahead and send out cameras to every um, every local, you know, metro yeah. uh, team, you know. Yeah. I ha- haven't seen – I don't know how many times I've seen more on, the, on there. Uh, Western's been on there a few times. It's just – you know, we want to know about the team. We don't – I don't care about Indiana football. That I want to see about yeah. – yeah, that much. Maybe yeah. New Albany and Jeff and a little bit of Providence. Maybe a little bit of Clarksville. Yeah. But I don't care about way up in Peking, Indiana yeah. or any of that kind of stuff. I want to know what's going on with the, uh, you know, uh, the, the Dosses, the um, – the uh, Bulldogs of Fairdale. I want to know what's going on with Moore. I want you know want some of these South down. End teams and get no pub, Valley, no coverage. Valley, yeah, no Valley's coverage. what five and two or f- yeah. four and two, something like that. Uh-huh. One of their best years they're they're having, and and you don't see hardly anything. It's pretty much it's dominated by the big three media yeah. coverage. A green team or uh, Mel Manuel. Yeah, and it's it essentially all and who they're playing, long, yeah. who, they're, who their victim is this week, right? Every once in a while, like Dawson uh, Fern Creek was a big one this week, but it was because, I, I don't know, it was one versus two in the district. Mm-hmm. And, and they sent out the coverage for the Wagner-Henry County game just, just out of politeness. But, boy, I'd like to see a lot more highlights of that game. Uh, I know, it and it's out. hard to get the shows yeah. on. Yeah, and what but is, they could, uh, Saturday morning, there's not hardly anything on high school football no. on TV. No, it's uh, and there's not much. Uh, the people don't take it serious anymore as a sport. You know, we should just develop a TV station. I wish, kind of like ESPN, That's Goat it. Vision. There you go, Goat Vision, man. That's what it's. I think it's the time. It's it's overdue, man. It's going to happen. If we got any Ted Turners out there that want to sponsor us on that. Just let us know. It, well, maybe Buzz can just double down out there at the roulettes today. There you go. Put it all on green. And give us a little bit of time to lose some weight and some yep. cosmetic surgery <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. Or we'll just hire the guys to pose as us. <laughs> 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 we can get somebody appearing as David Wright. You know? He looks like he did 30 years ago. <laughs> He's got the tweed jacket. <laughs> well, you know we've made it. Well, we actually will get a tribute group of for old goats. There you, you know, go. You know, the guys who want to, you know, just impersonate us on on the, on the internet to act like it. We'll have the feel and the look of old goat radio, but it's not really us. Yeah. That won't work either. <laughs> <laughs> I got a feeling we have to wake up tomorrow and go to work. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> Bardstown 7, more 6. This was a yeah. – Bartstown's a great program, and that's a fun place to go watch a football game if you've ever been there. It was uh, Moore was leading in third quarter, uh, six to nothing, and then uh, Bartstown came in and uh, kick. The kick was blocked for Moore. Montreal Walker ten yard run, and then uh, Vashon Livers or Livers, I think uh, five yard run kick. Good, big difference in the game. I'm telling you, there's another thing about kickers. Yeah, kickers are you. You think they're uh, they, you know, who cares about a kicker? Oh, it's but boy, that can help you now. Um, uh, Fern Creek's got a good kicker named Evan Fleener. Oh, he's, he's and great. he can yeah. kick them from anywhere. Yeah, when you can start out a game, when you tee it up, let's say you lose the toss or you win the toss, you want to defer the second half. There's nothing like the luxury of having a kid tee it up and knock it in the end zone. Yeah, automatic touchback, no coverage needed. 
pin that team back on the 20 and start the game there. And even if you catch it at the five-yard line, you're fading back and you go into the end zone, mm-hmm. it still comes back out at the 20. And we, You can't run it out of the end zone. But, yeah, Moore's one of these teams. It's been a while since they've been successful. But they They've have, ran through some coaches here lately, oh, too. Oh, you wonder what's going one on. One coach got fired for uh, – really wasn't uh, – it was off-campus stuff or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know about that one, if he should have even got fired. I don't think anybody wants a job. Yeah, you wonder what's going on down the halls of that school, what's causing people to walk away from the football program. They got a pretty good wrestling program. It's a nice campus out there, too. Not it, yep. it's a school uh, a lot of potential, but we'll see if they ever you know get it together, get the right coach out there, can, and bring the kids out for – for practice on a Monday afternoon. You know, so that's split between Southern, I believe, and Fern Creek. Yeah. It's in yes. between those two schools. And with Fern Creek on the rise, you know, where are you going to go? Yeah. Where are you going to go? That's one of their sayings, Fern Creek on the rise. Yeah, Fern Creek. And then the uniforms out there, good coaching staff. You know, where are you going to go? You want to come here and play for, you know, the Tigers? Or you want to go play now, for – Now, Moore's uh, got some decent colors. Well, 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 they're really just dark blue, blue and, and white. Gray and all yeah, gray. You know who I heard on the radio this week? And I'm shocked. A blast from the past. Our days. Manuel Forrest. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he was on the radio with uh, Towton. Uh, I think he's back in town now. But he actually, I think there was something to do with some kind of sexual abuse survivors things or whatever. And he's evidently had some problems in his childhood he was talking about. He, pretty courageous thing to do to step up and... Say, you know, this happened to me, and you know, this is something we need to talk about. And tell kids if you, something happens, don't be ashamed. You know, step up. I remember in the early '80s, he filled in on a radio show, uh, like maybe Ron Clay and, and Terry Miners. Terry, I don't know. I think it was show. after that. Yeah. But he was filling in, and he was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that kid, kid, that guy could play some basketball. Yeah. I know he had the injury in college when people thought he was kind of disappointing with the, he had a blown knee. And that was before they had the great surgeries they did yeah. now. But in high school, he was a beast. And he, he was a graduate of Moore High School. Yeah. One of the more notable Mustang alumni. But, man, that guy could play some ball. I'd seen him play in person a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd dunk on you. No, it wasn't that. <laughs> 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 okay, J Town, uh, a big win for the Chargers, forty-nine to twenty-four over Seneca, and that indeed sends that Seneca. big win. Well, here's the problem with that big My win. My goodness, you know what they get for their trouble? What? Seneca goes to Northern Kentucky, which means they're probably going to be treated to some kind of off, you know, road trip, nice dinner, lunch, or whatever. And then J Town, they're going to finish fourth in the district, and that's going to lend them. It's going to land them right over on Preston Highway to play those male bulldogs. Man, does male play anybody hard? Trinity? That's <laughs> that's it? Yeah, well, they're going to get X this week. We'll find out. Are they that, that good? Well, I think they'll beat X. You never know, though. You never know. It's a green team, and they bring four or five helpers. zebras with them. Helpers, if you will. Yeah. Not all of them are Santa Clauses, but most of them are helpers. Hmm. Always off with me, Lucky Charms. J Town, um, it's another program, and he, that's I, I believe is probably on the upswing. Yeah, little at a time. You little well, we got a coach named Stonebreaker. Coolest it's name a, out, out there. there. Best coaches. We got to have him on the show. Just Let's, so we can call him Coach Stonebreaker. Yeah, I just you know I just we've never met the man. Haven't seen a picture of him. It'd be cool to get a feel for what he's really like. I wonder what the kids call him, Coach. Coach what S? 
Coach S, yeah. Nah, Coach Stonebreaker. That's yeah. too long to say. That's what, remember, remember the show. I'm kind of in the Looney Tunes mood today. Remember that old movie, Porky's? Yeah. What was the name of that mean teacher or whatever? Is it Ball Breaker? Ball, Beulah Ball Breaker, <laughs> I think. No offense, Coach. Just got me thinking that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck, Chargers. Spencer County, what, are they 8-0 now? Yeah. Got into a shootout with Franklin County, 47-42. to 42. Spencer County's a 5A team, and they run that wing tee. I don't know how the 5A brackets are set up. But Man, they got three fabulous uh, running backs. Yeah. Some people say you can't win with the wing tee, but, man, they're setting up some big numbers out there. Franklin County's having a heck of a year, too. I wonder if that Spencer County district is going to line up with the, uh, the Fern Creek Fairdale bracket. I don't know. That's good. Why don't you get on the Internet yeah, and find we'll that out? out. I'll, I'll report to you back uh, next, next weekend on that one. I'd like to know that answer. Central rolled over uh, Thomas Nelson. 48 to nothing. Man, you know, what is it? I think the Thomas G- Nelson Generals or whatever. But, man, wouldn't you like to – what about another alternate nickname for Thomas Nelson? How about the trains? Thomas well, the Trains. Yeah. That'd, that'd, that would have been cool. Boy, would it. <laughs> that would really been cool. That's a locomotive uh, on their helmet like Purdue had. Uh, Myron Northfleet, he threw for three touchdowns and ran for another. And Central had three players with at least 50 yards rushing and five players that recorded at least one reception. Stephen Jones led uh, Yellow Jackets with 87 yards rushing and two TDs and only th- uh, three carries. He's hot. Set him back down. Yeah, yeah. Save him for November. Yeah. yeah they're, they're already getting ready. They're getting Thomas ready. Nelson's one and six, so not much of a surprise here. I think only their second year in existence. For football? Yeah, as an entity altogether. That's a very mm. new school, maybe two or three years. Uh, yeah, maybe because uh, I remember playing them last year in baseball. I don't so they've think been around. A couple years. I don't know how many. It is a new school, a new nice school. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice campus out there. Yeah. And then uh, Valley and uh, Western went to double overtime, and the Vikings won 38-32. I expected this one to be uh, – the, the spread to be a little bit bigger than this one. but nah. no. Valley's an up-and-down type of team. They got that devious Brooks, and then they got Campos. Best name in football. Coolest name in football. Um, they got, um, you know, that great coaching staff over there, minus the head coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got the big Campos that played for uh, uh, Dallas, and then yeah. John L. Smith's son out there, Nick wow. Nick Smith. Um I would have figured that would have been a close game now if um, our buddy would have been out there coaching Western still. Western would be dominating. Coach Boyd, yeah. Yeah, Western would be dominating. But uh, He had them on the upswing. Yeah. Uh, You know, uh, uh, Valley's not a bad team. Need to put those Viking horns back on the hats. Talk about uniform attraction for kids. That's what needs to happen. I like it. Uh, their color's not purple, though. It's blue. Blue. Blue and yellow, blue and gold or whatever. Blue and yeah. 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 They could tweak that to more of a navy blue for the – even just a regular blue with a Viking horn. It's a, it's a uh, sky blue color. I mean, a bright bright color blue. It's Or a, a deep blue. I think they had scrimmaged us in the early 80s after we were gone, and I went out there and 
because I know it wasn't a regular season game, but they had their Viking horns already on their helmets, and I thought, oh, this looks cool, a little L.A. versus Minnesota action going on. Hmm. The old days. The old days, yeah. When both teams used to be good. Well, yeah. the Minnesota Vikings with Teddy Bridgewater. Water are making things Adrian happen. Peterson. Making, coming live now. Mm -hmm. I think that wraps up, uh, what is that, week seven or eight? Any final notes? No, I think we hit a lot of it. I think uh, Wagner's got to be our team of the week, man. Oh, yeah. you missed one day. Did I miss one? Yeah. Oh, I did, didn't I? I almost got out the door without You're talking about it. Get uh, out somebody, of here I, you know, I used to dine and dash, but yeah, I think you caught me, Kevin. Where's that? Where's the tab? <laughs> what do I owe? Oh, twenty-seven to six is what I owe. Yeah, yeah. People out there in Tigerland thought I was going to escape without even mentioning the game. I've I've tried to forget it by now. Well, let's start out with a good positive point. How was the uh, uh, the step in uh, broadcaster? Oh, excellent, excellent, good guy. The legendary coach Bobby Redmond step in for boy. Buzz. That's a coup there getting him. Yeah. Great guy, a lot of oh, fun, you, yeah. and just a, a wealth of football knowledge. Oh, unbelievable. Uh, made my job easy. He, he's a man you could talk to different times and not hear the same story twice. Oh, yeah, he's so many, so many great stories and insights into the game. And and uh, we can go ahead and say, are we pro pro uh, for him getting into Metro Council? Yeah, yeah, I'll go ahead and give the old GOAT endorsement. That's probably going to lose us some listeners, but, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and do that. Uh, I told uh, – Told the uh, fiance the other night she's had a broadcast go. I said, "Imagine Sheldon meeting <laughs> Doctor Spock or Mister Spock from oh. Star Trek." <laughs> That's how well it went. Or imagine Buzz Frank getting to meet Jerry Ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you say fiance? I uh, did. I might mention that. Does yeah. that mean David Wright uh, and Tweed Jacket is off the market? Yeah, for right now. What? Yeah. Well, that ain't good right there. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Wait till next week. <laughs> So, uh, got to hand it to the Tiger. Coach Wolford over there, man. Great offense. They they dissected the manual defense like I hadn't seen since, well, last year. That quarterback over Desmond Ritter, six foot four, I think 195. Oh, really? He's that big? Great. He's only a junior. Great quarterback. A great prospect. He's a youngster, but boy. Fleet of foot, I think he played. He graded out really good. Friday now, night. there for a while, didn't we think Will Wolford was going to just hold the reins until somebody else took the coaching job? And yeah, that was the that was the uh, the rumor. That was the rumor that he was just an interim coach until they could get somebody from another up and coming program to uh, to come over there to pop a level role. But I tell you what, I think he's got this team headed in the right direction. A lot of people forget. Last year they lost the regional championship to Trinity nine to three, so they were a touchdown away from getting in the state championship and winning it. What says here the Crimson's committed fourteen penalties, and some of them were very costly. For example, why don't you give me the example, Dave? Well, we had a, a fourth down around the thirty-eight of Saint X in the second quarter. We were driving toward the scoreboard, and it looked like Manuel was about to, you know, go in, go in, tie the game up, and you know anything could happen. But there was a Holding penalty that called that back. We were forced to punt, and St. X got away with the obvious offsides, which was not the guy who blocked the punt, but there was a guy who, who was offsides, which should have negated the blocked punt. But they didn't. St. X blocked the punt, scored a couple of plays later, and the game was over at that point. And, you know, as I know, that you can call holding on every, every down. Yeah, yeah. Got to call the offsides, though. 
it, it, it wasn't a, a play that led directly to a touchdown, but it led to directly to the, a pivotal part of the game. And how could you miss that when the guy was two steps in the backfield when the ball was snapped? Hmm. Mm, but uh, got a hand to the Tigers. Yeah, great defense. Played a great defense game. Held them to six points. That touchdown came late. Well, since since Manuel lost, who were some of the standouts? Or are there any standouts for Manuel? Well, a lot of the better uh, – the, the, the highlight reel, the, the receivers had some great catches, but most uh, two or three of them were called back by a penalty. So that kind of negated oh. any type of – any type of positives to come away with, really. Defensive line? Uh, as good no as penetration? Ever. or I think they played very vanilla in the first half. They turned up the heat in the second half. Many sacks on this quarterback? That's no, and there was a lot of uh, a lot of inopportune penalties that kept drives of lives of theirs and just wasn't a good night. It was not a good night. Hmm. Well, what else can you add to that, Dave? No toboggans for us. Nobody brought any toboggans? No, not even a courtesy toboggan. Hey, guys out there at St. X Land, all we're asking for is a couple cool toboggans. I did we're, notice they changed the logo on their helmet slightly, though. Yeah, it's we talked like, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got an up-close-and-personal look at that. What's wrong? Don't don't the St. X people want to see the old goats wearing uh, St. X toboggans? Guess not. We'll post it on the. Uh, we'll wear them if you bring them. Website. If you bring it, we'll wear them. Uh, I, did, <laughs> I did. How was the radio crew up there? That great uh, Spears and all them guys. Didn't get a chance to talk to them. The security kept me away. Yeah, they do have that golden velvet rope around there, yeah, don't they? Had they? One of those, yeah, they had the uh, guy with the. Uh, what is it? The gold blazers they wear? Yeah. With the, with the uh, taxi cab driver hat they wear. Yeah, frame or whatever they're called. Andy Fran kind of guys. Yeah, kept me away. Saint X Fran. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they um, they they. I didn't get to listen to it. Of course, we had a game. That's the one thing I miss here at Manual Stadium. Some of the bigger games here. Remember, they had Andy Frame out here, roped off the. Um, no, I was probably only twelve years old or five, five years, years old, old, and I was years. usually drunk when I was at games. <laughs> <laughs> There was a time when that's why you came to high school games. Yeah. <laughs> Get drunk and have a good time. Some teams still do that. I don't know. Yeah. How was the um, – was there a lot of um, tailgating with St. X? Didn't see any. D-Sales brings a crowd. I know that. Of course, I was, up in the, I was up in the booth early. And, you know, I didn't even see – they may have pulled up in a bus. They may have walked over. Was you polishing the shoes of uh, – or the or not the shoes, but the area. So uh, Mr. Redman there. Yeah, we cleaned up the place. Yeah, vacuumed it and everything. Yeah, did you put the golden carpet down for him? We cleaned the glass. red carpet. Yeah, red, red carpet. carpet. Red carpet. We cleaned up the glass and everything. It was. And he and he actually stood in the uh, the great one spot in the in the booth. In the buzz spot. He was in buzz spot. Well, I tell you what, you couldn't get a better replacement though. Uh, oh, Bobby yeah. Redman, uh, the old goats want to really thank him. Yeah, it for, was a great, great for, time, for great night. Substituting in for uh, another legend, Buzz Frank. Yeah. Two legends. You might be out the door, Dave. It, well, it, I'll tell you what, I can scratch a couple things off my bucket list, Kevin. Yeah. I've worked with some legends. But I, that when he when Bobby Redman was here, yeah, the, that was, the pictures that we took, I've got one framed, and he's hanging right under Bobby, me and Bobby Petrino. Oh, man, make me a copy of that. Well, it's got me in it. 
Well, I don't have any pictures of you. So I can put that on oh, my fire. Oh, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what I was disappointed was uh, Joe Wilson was in the crowd. I'd seen a picture he'd posted on Facebook, but he said he was just he just couldn't find his way up to the booth. He had to, he was in parental mode. So I heard. Uh, it's got daughters, I think. Yeah, they're manual kids. And they're part of that leopard percussion thing, or used to be yeah, years ago. Because yeah. I, I called him up and asked him when they made the big time and that, that Led Zeppelin song. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Are you kidding? You're probably the only one in Louisville. The, the leopard percussion thing did a Led Zeppelin thing, and um, Jimmy Page favored it or, or um, put it on his Facebook page. Oh, send me the link on that. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. There was another teammate of ours in the stands, too, I didn't get to see. It's probably somebody didn't like me back in high school and didn't want to acknowledge me. I don't know. Who was it? I don't know. It was probably Chris West or somebody like that. Ah, oh, Chris loves you. Or maybe Preston or somebody like that was hmm. there. Anyway, they probably didn't even know why I was there. It was a nice crowd. Was it? It was a nice crowd. I'll tell you what else. I don't want to get too off base here, but uh, the seniors had these nice wooden plaques made up. They were vertical. Was it senior night for them? Yeah, there was a picture of the manual helmet. And it was kind of done in a, in a ticket stub fashion, but it had the player's number at the bottom, the date of the game. Talk to the guy who made it. We'll talk about it off the air. But uh, I'm going to order something special. I'm going to have, of course, I'm going to have our style helmet on that plaque. And, of course, it'll be the Thanksgiving Day game that's going to be commemorated. Should be because that was what? The last yes, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day game. game. Yep. And we won 6 to nothing, nothing, 1980. Yeah. And that was in the building. Saturday morning, and I was looking at Chris West plaque, and it said, scored the touchdown in the last Thanksgiving Day game. Did you go to the Lutropolis thing? I was there earlier, yes. Yeah, we had made a copy of the uh, the great show we did for him. If you remember when Lou was yes. a guest here, that was a hoot. What a Boy, good yeah, time that was. That's another storyteller. Man, that was one of our – Actually, he was my principal. At Southern Middle? Southern Junior High one year and Southern Middle the next year. Yeah. Boy, he had a lot of stories. That was a great – we've had a lot of guests, great guests on the Old Gold Radio. Oh, yeah. Lou was one of – we actually played that show prior to the St. X Manual game Friday night on air. Oh, really? Yeah. But, boy, he had the Rupp uh, voice down. He was good. He was I liked a, him. Yeah, a lot of He was of a good fun. principal, too. He's just a fun guy. Boy, people were – he had to duck his head around the doorways. I bet he did, yeah. You know, Buzz's famous, famous recollections of him when he was a basketball coach at Manuel when Buzz was a player. And he said one of the best moves that Coach T ever made was meeting with Buzz and asking him not to come out for the basketball team. <laughs> 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 wow. Well, well, let's look at what we got, what we got here. Uh, Give me your pen. Let me go through these real, real quick. quick. This, uh, this is week nine in the regular season. These are uh, some in, some of these are intriguing games, and some of them are just that we got to get them off the docket. Yeah, we just got to get it done. But there's mm, that's some, an interesting game. There's some big district games coming up. Well, go ahead and start. Well, I can I can mark these down. Frankfurt, the Panthers, one and six, travel to Louisville, take on the Holy Cross. Cougars at three and four, I think it's. And I put that one on the docket first because that's going to be an easy pick. Yeah, Holy Cross. Holy Cross wins that one. Southern two and five, licking their wounds after getting belted by the Bulldogs. They're going to travel over to the East End to take on the Rebels of Atherton two and six on the year. I'm going to go with Atherton on this. I've seen Southern play. I've seen Atherton play, and both of them have a good running back. 
If they bring back the fog machines over there on Dundee Road, it'd be the best thing the football program ever did. The fog bowls. <laughs> Remember those yeah. games? Boy. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with Atherton on this one. I like the Rebels. Here's one of these games, man. It's just it's got to be played. Yeah. Cal five and two travel down to the West End to take on the Shawnee Golden Eagles. JV's a freshman C action early for Cal. And it's a running clock situation. The sales. I tell you what, they're gonna they're five and two on the year going down to Washington County four and three uh, district game. But I tell you what, I hope that uh, I think. The Colts should have no problems and maybe finish this game up early and stop somewhere and pick up some pumpkins on the way home. There you go. You know, there's, there's got to be plenty of pumpkin patches out there in the countryside. Just stop the team bus, let them all out and grab a pumpkin and get back on. Washington County might end up throwing them through the bus. Yeah. After getting defeated by <laughs> yeah. D sales. D sales. More on the road, three and four on the year, Henry County. And they were just stunned by the Wagner Wildcats last week. Yeah. Uh, did they recover? Yeah. Yeah, I think they did. Henry County. I think they win that game at home. Breckenridge County, 2-5. and five. Kind of a Dixie Highway connection here. They're going to take Highway 60 over to Highway 31W and go on up and play Western. I think the Western Warriors get one. Western, yeah. yeah Breckenridge County is kind of in a – it's one of these areas of the state where a lot of people just there to vacation or whatever. They have retirement homes. You know, it's uh, we got a guy that lives down there and drives to work every day in Louisville. They like it down there. Yeah. They like it down there. We thought he had a farm. He's got a regular house He's down there. He's down there, and that's it, huh? It's like, why don't, why don't you live in Louisville so you don't have to drive an hour every day or whatever? I'd fall asleep. Yeah, me too. Fern Creek on the road, 7-1 and one on the year. One of the better teams in probably 20 years. They're going to take on the Iroquois Raiders, 3-4. and four. Back in the day, Kevin, these teams used to be district rivals of ours. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm going to go with P. White and the Fern Creek. Yeah, best stats in town. Great crew out there at Fern Creek. Great. I was in a press box and treated like a king. Fairdale, three and four. Uh, kind of a neighborhood rivalry here. Oh, yeah. Take on Dawes, three and four. I'd, I just think the Bulldogs are surging about right now. Yeah, I'm going to go with Fairdale. I'm thinking about about two or three touchdown wins on the road. I'm going to go 28-14. Sounds about right. There you go. Eastern, man, this is a long ride across town. Three and four on the year, taking on the Butler Bears, two and six. I'm going to go with Butler on this one. I am too, just because I think they, even on a down year like this year, they bring out a big crowd and I think they, they get a win. Hmm. Bardstown, four and three at Central, six and two. This one could be tighter than expected. Nah, Central, Central run away. What runs away with this one? Valley five and two at John Harden four and three key district four A matchup. Gonna go with John Harden. I, I think you're right. Been waiting for this game to come up. This will show what Valley's got. That, yeah, this is a good game to see what they're all about. All right, this one here, man. You just hope this one can be over with quickly. Seven zero oh and seven Seneca at seven and one Trinity. It's just not a question of who. It's just how and how quickly this one can be ended. If I was Seneca, I would cancel the game so I didn't get my players hurt. Or uh, something has to be done about it. Yeah, it's it's a safety issue. Yeah, cancel. You got eight seniors. You only got maybe 30-some-odd guys on the roster. And why do you want to endanger a kid's health over a game virtually? I hate to say you have no chance, but you have no chance of winning that one. Right. 
All right, Ballard four and three. They're going to go over to Jaytown two and six. I think the Bruins are much better than their record shows. Yes, I'm going with Ballard. It's an easy one. These last two games are big district games and can ruin the team season if if you come up on the wrong. This one here, Manuel six and one, at PRP five and three. All four losses have come to the big three. Yeah, here they're going to get another one. I'm going to go with Manuel. I hope Manuel can right the ship. Yeah. I think it'll be um I think it's gonna be a very competitive game. Uh, maybe one or two touchdowns away. The you yeah, know. yeah. Yeah. For right tell PRP likes to stay on the ground and I'll think they'll play right if they're that one dimensional, Manuel's defense should be able to control the line of scrimmage and get yeah. a win. Yeah, they got a good defense front. Oh, this one here. I saved it for last because boy I'd love to be able to see this one. Undefeated male seven and oh on the year, taking on the St. X Tigers over what is it, Thomas Moore Stadium, five and two. Is that where they're playing? Yeah. St. X? St. X's losses of King nice Trinity and Central. Boy, can you imagine, imagine. Mel's crowd over on those little that's, bitty bleachers? That's what's going to be uh, – yeah, that's a mess. They're liable to tear the bleachers down. Or they'll start invading the home side of the field. It, it, that was a big mistake, in my opinion, the way they built the visitor side of St. X. Well, you should have built it all the way around for them. Yeah. Spread it out because – there, there's going to be. They're going to be standing room only yeah. there. I think they should have moved the uh, field instead of it being east-west. It should have been north-south. I don't know if they could have done that. There's a building there. Well, the building was built the same time as the field. Was it? Yeah. Okay. So. But uh, I, I don't know. I was impressed with Saint X last week. Males buried a lot of people. I got to go with Mail mm-hmm. just by what they did to Trinity. I'm going to go with Mail too. But I wouldn't be surprised if this is a closer game than folks anticipate. Nah. Yeah. Score predictions? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, 38 to mm, 16. Going to give – Mail only gave up 26 points on the whole season. Yeah, but they, they haven't played a lot of big, big teams. teams. Okay. Played what? Trinity? Who else? Um, PRP. Uh, nah, those guys don't count. When you Floyd Central. I uh, think Floyd Central was – Pretty decent. Uh, I can't really – you don't know who they played. But they're undefeated, number one in the state. Hmm. Well, that's all we got for this week. Hopefully next week we'll be back to report some good news on the – And we'll have a, a Las Vegas update. Well, hopefully we'll have some souvenir, souvenirs. Yeah. Souvenirs, and that's the, that's the word of the day. Buzz. We'll start the, the – yeah, the cast off with, what do you got for us? Yeah, yeah. All we got was these lousy coffee mugs. <laughs> <laughs> of course, what he buys in Vegas will for us will probably stay, stay in, in Vegas. Vegas. So, for Buzz Frank on assignment, Kevin Cole, this is David Wright. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you next Friday night around 720 as Manuel visits PRP. Bye.